Hi, this is Andrew Farris wishing you all a Merry Christmas on NXS Access All Areas with Hayden and B. This is In Excess Access All Areas, the podcast that is helping to get In Excess into the Rock Hall of Fame. But we need your help. We need you to share and send the love out. We need to create momentum and make some noise together and get In Excess nominated into the Rock Hall of Fame where they deserve to be. We have a fabulous patron program with lots of rewards starting from as little as $5 all the way up to $30. Starting with the bronze, you will get a mention each week. Elevating to a silver, you will be able to enter the competition. Gold will give you further invites into our Zoom chats, which are awesome. Or you could become one of our amazing Platinum members and get early uploads and a lot more. And if you can email in excess aaagmail.com your address we will send you out a welcome pack Welcome to our Christmas edition of NXS Access All Areas B. Santa has come to town. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Woo-hoo. Christmas, you, I, Merry Christmas, everyone. I threw you with that introduction, didn't I? Yeah, I, I want to get some bells now. We do want to get NXS on the Rock Hall of Fame, dive deep, all the usual stuff. But blah, it's, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas Day. We want to sort of be in festive spirit and festive cheer and, and say happy Christmas to all the listeners over the world who are listening into us and have been so supportive this year. Happy Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Hi, this is Nick Egan on NXS Access All Areas. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. All right. Now, we have to start off uh, with the infamous B mistake from last week. Pedro, who is uh, our QA officer in Portugal, we knew he would pick up on this. And I think I had a coronary uh, doing the listening listening back on the uh, afternoon on Sunday, B. What I did it on purpose for Pedro because uh, he wanted mis- to pick some up. Okay. So, <laughs> so we, we did our top tens last week, the B sides. We had a lot of good feedback and a lot of people shared their favourites. But... Uh, B, well, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll throw to you. What did you do last week, B, with one of my songs that we put on? What did I do with one of your songs? Yeah. I put, on, I put it on very nicely. I edited it in really well. I okay. Didn't, I actually but- didn't even download it. I'm so sorry. There was a mistake on with the um, song titles, wasn't there? And um, I had my list 
and you had your list and I went, oh, yeah, I've got that on my list as well and just pop my song in instead of yours. Yes. Well, what are the odds that a band could release a song called Let It Ride off, uh, I guess, their last album technically in Japan as a bonus track, but off their last recordings? Uh, and then when JD comes and have a song called uh, Let's Ride. So understandable era B, but uh, I was a little bit of a sad camper, but uh, not to worry. We will influx listeners with plenty of <laughs> Let It Ride today, won't we? Yeah, well, I do love that song, though. I really, really do love that song that you put on. So I feel a bit bad that it wasn't on there as well. Think of that, I did a bit of editing. <laughs> I got it in. You did, you did. Well, good, good on you. About time yes. you did a bit of work. Pedro, it's good to see you. You, you know, quality assurance control over in Lisbon, Portugal, uh, is still working strongly. I think uh, he's got a job. <laughs> well, look, there was another funny one last week too. I mean, Salvation Jane, I did, I did mention about you know Andrew singing and whatever, and I think we might have put the Michael version on, but uh, there is obviously a, a version of Andrew singing it that's probably actually more played and more known. Um, uh, so I, I guess for the purists out there, uh, it's good to know that there are deep, uh, deep fans out there keeping us honest and pure. So, um, But we had a lot of fun with the B-sides, B, didn't we? Mm, we did. We did. Yeah. It was really good. I, I think, really enjoyed it. And, and a lot of people have come back to us with their favourites as well. Yeah. And I think we opened up a Tuesday well discussion on some of the platforms. Uh, I think one of, it might have been uh, Laurie was like, oh, I've never heard of that person. And twice in two days, oh, sorry, twice in a day, Tuesday Weld has come up. But, uh, yeah, look, I think as as we said last week, B-sides can represent, you know, a, a nice departure from the familiar songs and things that maybe haven't been ex- as explored as much. And we just hope that, you know, for those who heard some of these tracks for the first time, they can give you some joy that um, I guess they've given us. But B, as I customar- customarily do, how has your In Excess week been? I went to Newcastle and back, which was rather yes. good because yes. I was telling you that I'd been there and back. So that was really nice to see the boys again. They're in really good spirits. They played so well. Yep. For all of you that are on the Facebook page um, on our our in excess access all areas page i did put some live feeds on there did you get to see me hayden i did i did you were right in your element there you rock chick thing did you like my singing uh <laughs> next <laughs> i don't think i've got did, a job. did they play anything sort of different from last time or other sort of concerts you've been to Oh, they played um, Full Moon, Dirty Hearts, and I nearly fell off my chair. That was just so good. The first three uh, of their sets, they actually sat down and it was like, um, you remember those MTV acoustic sessions? It reminded me of those. Um, And then they just sort of, it felt like they just threw everything to the side and they're like, up and ready and they went for it. But yeah, such a great band. If you can get to see them go, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Well, just wanted to say hello to my friend Karen Peters, my partner in crime. Now, I believe this week we've had, with some housekeeping issues, many people ask about Clemo's book uh, and wanting to get that. Now, yes. Clemo uh, sells that book, I think, online for $30. Um, yes. 
Uh, he knows that we probably have access to people who would like to get it and read it. So he's going to send us a bunch of copies and we're going to post them out to people who would like to buy it. So um, I guess the easiest way people can get access to it um, is probably uh, just deal with us through the email, I guess, please. Yes, people please. Want it. Yes. Because um, that's come up a little bit in, in, in uh, the platform discussions and things. So uh, it's a great read. I've had a chance to sort of uh, dive deep into it. I've not totally finished the book, but does put you in sort of a time and a place, B. Mm, yeah, no, he has. And he says that he's got some more stories for us later okay. in, the, in in next year. So can't <laughs> wait to have him on again. Right. Um, okay. So I'll just say the email address, if that's okay. Sure. It's yep. in excess, AAA at gmail.com. Definitely no AU on the end. Definitely no AU. <laughs> okay. Well, we've got some patrons we always like to welcome. And I believe we've got a, a new patron uh, joining us uh, for the week. Uh, or joining us overall, uh, along with another patron last week, which is awesome. Do you want to read those out now, B? Yeah, I want to say hello to Tracy Walk. Where did we find out where she's from? Well, we did a Google search because I believe she's we from did. Salem in America. And I thought, okay, Salem, Oregon. Then it was like, no, you said VA. And I'm like, Salem, Washington. I swear it's in yeah. Oregon. Then I put Salem into the Google search and then it came up with uh, Massachusetts. And I was like, hang on, that's not quite right. And then suddenly there was like Salem, Virginia. I'm going to put Salem VA in. So it must be the smaller town in the Virginia area, uh, which is fantastic. You know, having a another person from America who's going to spread welcome to wherever you are and get them into the Rock Hall of Fame over there. Welcome mm-hmm. aboard, uh, Tracy. Lovely to have you with us. So I'll just read out your name. So we've got Tracy, we've got Foxy, Felicia, Sarah, Laurie, Carmen, Sue, Matt, Joe Robbins, Mandy, Linda, Danielle, Dr. Jim, Amanda, Anne-Marie, Lisa Calloway, Lisa Urban, Lisa McIntosh, Kathy, Carrie-Anne, Virginia, Vern, Caroline, Susan, David, and Paul Jolie. How's that? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. It's becoming a mountainous. If we get to 100, we might just have to press auto record and not read them out live every week like we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice though. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. What's the time for, B? It's time for the news. Merry Christmas news. Hi, it's Carmen here from Wollongong, Australia. You're listening to the world's best in excess podcast, in excess access all areas, and now it's time for the news. All right, B. Well, uh, as mentioned last week, the greatest hits or very best of has re-entered the Australian charts. Uh, it's now over 432 weeks in terms of the collective top 100. It has stayed steady at 44. It didn't go up or down. It stayed constant. But uh, look, there is a big retail sort of push in most countries around the world around Christmas time and Boxing Day. So do yourself a favour. Great little stocking filler. Great little post-Christmas bargain. Go get it and uh, let's see this album stay in the charts as we uh, are hoping and wanting to. Also a little bit of news, we are trying to give a little bit of acknowledgement around the globe to In Excess cover bands and came across my desk this week, B, that uh, In Excessive, it might be one of the two In Excessives in Australia, are playing an outdoor gig at a sort of, uh, quite a big sort of setup there in a place called the Bundalong Tavern. Now, when I saw that name, Bundalong, well, I'm thinking that was like uh, Queensland, like 
Bundaberg. But I just realised it was in Victoria, on the border of where I live here in Melbourne, in Victoria, New South Wales. Now, my only slight trepidation about announcing this gig is that it is $106.59. Yes, and it is New Year's Eve, so I'm going to assume that alcohol comes with that. Yeah, and a meal, I should imagine. Maybe, yeah. So there must be, I think there's some support bands and it's quite a big venue outdoors and whatever there. So I will anticipate those who are up on the Murray River between Victoria and New South Wales who want to see a quality band play in excess tunes. Uh, it is expensive, but I reckon there could be some grog well, comes well, with that. Yeah, well, 106 probably about right because I paid $100 to go and see um, the boys last week. Right. But that was a sit-down and an amazing and meal. meal. And oh. I've and my ticket to see Andrew in April cost around about that as well. Well, Andrew should cost more. Andrew should cost more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> if there's something wrong if uh, the cover bands are charging more than Andrew. Just isn't as it? much. Yeah. Okay. And look, down out a bit of news I wanted to highlight this week. It was a really good friend of the program, David Gaunt, who is always active on social media platforms and things. David has just set up a platform like a collectibles sort of forum for NXS fans. So uh, the actual name platform probably escapes my brain at this time, but you punch in David Gaunt, NXS collectibles or whatever, I think you'll be finding some sort of uh, forum or platform for product, you know, exchanges and purchasing around the world of different things. And David's got a, a collection uh, of many in excess uh, vinyl uh, copies through to singles, through to CDs, cassettes, whole sort of platform of things. And uh, he's always, uh, as I said, been great with our, our podcast and supporting it. And um, and we want to support him and his new endeavours with the, his new platform as well. So kudos to you, David, and happy Christmas. I think in the UK is David's from, I think. Is that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he always comes up on his sort of, picture face with the mask on doesn't he <laughs> David I think I've said his face yet. It's just it's a bit like a kiss you know back in the Have 80s you not seen his face he had a he had a beard not so long ago well, well he's just got the mask on so it's quite well it's probably <laughs> topical um in the UK with the mask too so uh, I'd like to say hello to his wife as well she's pretty active too yeah yeah active <laughs> that's <sounds> it <laughs> In the NXS space. Oh, you're, I saw your face go, your little face go, uh, what? Yes. What am right. I missing? Yes. Yeah, She's know. a very, very... Uh, Active lady. Yes, in the music community. Like, well, not in the music community. You know what I mean. <laughs> We're digging a hole here, okay? I think it's you time. Are. For, we, you are, we are. It's time for Topic of the Week. A Feliz Navidad or Moana Natale. This is a Tim Ferriss on NXS Access All Areas, darlings. Wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a fantastic New Year. This is Danielle from Pensacola, Florida. And now, topic of the week. All right, B. So we we're doing a list two weeks in a row, which is quite rare for us. We were list deprived for about ten weeks, and we're sort of making up for it. But uh, we thought, being a, a Christmas edition, it might be an appropriate time to sort of marry 
our list with our topic and with our pleasure and pain and come up with our sort of what we've called our legs 11, our top 11 uh, Christmas songs that you and I both like and we're both on the same page as. And we might come up with like six stinkers, things that uh, if you can avoid this uh, yuletide period, um, we'll warn you about these songs to not go near uh, a musical uh, speaker or platform if any of these are nearby. We'll just give you a warning on some of these, okay? <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, wasn't it, just collaborating sort of before we recorded today, just uh, our, our songs we liked, and we actually were on the same page you know, pretty Here much with all of them. Yeah, you made really? me scrub one out. Yeah. That's not a Christmas song, you said. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm not hurt. I'm yeah, not hurt. No. I'll get over it. I'm a big girl. I don't think Stairway to Heaven really should be on a Christmas list. You're talking about riding a stairway like a sleigh. No, it's not really a Christmas song. I didn't. That wasn't on the list. You're a rotter, you are. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to. Uh, $49 come- to get to Melbourne now, by the way. So watch out. What is? 49 <laughs> I saw $49 to come to Melbourne. Wow. They should be yeah. charging uh, 4000 to get everyone out of Sydney with all the uh, things <laughs> going on. Uh, we've had an outbreak in Sydney for listeners overseas, so, uh, yeah. But, um, okay, so we're going to uh, come in with our top 11, number 11 on the particular list, okay, that we're going to come in with uh, is, is a song <laughs> that is distinctive in its vocal delivery just as it was when he did a tribute a few months back on one of our earlier episodes to an In Excess song. We'll take it away and reveal his name when we get back. Bruce Springsteen. You don't- Springsteen. <laughs> well, you'd have to probably grow up on, on in Mars or on an island not to realise that was Bruce. Um, the thing I liked about that song was a mate of mine at high school used to say, gee, it sounds like uh, Bruce is a little bit constipated when he tells us that very <laughs> lyric. Santa Claus is coming to town. But it, uh, get it out. Certainly, oh, well, he, he certainly bruises it up, doesn't he, on that song? But, um, uh, yeah, that was a that was number 11 from me. I like his little giggles. Yeah, it's quite I, cute. And look, that's a, that's a number 11 from me. I'm my, not really, yeah, it's 11. Yes. But um, it's not one of my favourites, but it's fun. Okay. Okay, number 10. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home. Okay, and that was unmistakably you too, Bono. Brilliant. I really love that. 
really, so, really, really so like baby, that. So, baby, please come home is the is the baby, song. Baby, please come home. And that one I've seen a lot in the last couple of days, just on Facebook and sites. I think he always pops up on a you know a talk show this time. He's seeing that one. So, uh, mm. he yeah, looked great in that video too, didn't he? With his mm. hat on and stuff. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, number nine. Churchill comes over here to say we're doing splendidly But it's very cold out here in the snow Marching to and from the enemy Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough Can you stop the cavalry? Now, yes, that was Jonah Louie, Stop the Cavalry. You've yeah. not heard this one before, though, had you? I had. It rang a bell once I started listening to it again. But I think ah. before the show, I tried to sing a version of one of his other songs called no. The Blues. No, and don't you, do it, please. You don't. kept saying, can you go no, lower, no. lower, lower? And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was, was just, taking the piss. Well, okay, okay. I, 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 I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nailing this vocal, but no. obviously you were taking the piss. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Time for. Oh, can I not tell people about your oh, new song? Of course you can. Okay. Stop. Come on. Stop the cavalry. Go for it. Stop the cavalry. So, um, this song was um, quite big when I was a kid, um, back in the UK, and it's about war. Um, between the the Germans and the English and it was Christmas Day. It's a true story, Christmas Day, and um, someone threw a um, ball into between the trenches and they all got up and had a game of soccer on Christmas Day and then they all went back to the trenches and got their guns and started killing each other. But for a moment there was peace. But for a moment there there was peace. Lovely story. All right, we're up to number eight now, uh, and we'll take it away and comment when we come back. Can it be? Years from now, perhaps we'll see. Okay, so that was uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby. Now, Bing is synonymous with Christmas, especially white Christmas, B, but uh, it was a bit schmaltzy for us, uh, although uh, you did lobby hard. But I sort of thought, well, this, this one here is particularly interesting because it's like taking sort of the biggest star of probably the 50s in terms of that, you know, uh, crooner-type style music and then taking the biggest star of the 70s, which was mm. David Bowie, and they put them on this Christmas show, yeah. Crosby's Christmas, in about 1977, 78. And I remember as a kid seeing it, watching it, and I, yeah. and it's a good song. It's such a it's good lovely. percussive song. Yeah. And it was just great seeing just two extreme opposites together doing this song. So you should YouTube everybody. It's great. And let's go to number seven now.
this is always a big one for me at Christmas. I love it. I could have I'd had this at number one myself. I wish it could be Christmas every day. I, I think this was actually recorded or they came up with a song in a lift in Vegas or something ridiculous. And it was right. hot, a hot day. And they just come up with this song. But um, I love well, I it. I reckon it was something as a kid, we all dreamed about it being Christmas every day, didn't we? It was always mm. something like, oh, would it be good if we could have Christmas every day? And, yeah, uh, such and a parent, fun song. But then our parents would have turned around, well, then you won't look forward to it because, you know, it'll be happening all the time. So. And then we're going, okay, fair enough. But well, I've, sta- like- I've just started telling everybody, well, you know Santa's not a man, he's a woman now, don't you? <laughs> well, look, <laughs> wow. we could go on a tangent there uh, about what type. Well, he's probably awoke. Uh, uh, he's a woman. He, he probably <laughs> probably lives in California. <laughs> you know, he probably voted for Kamala and uh, Joe. And anyway, I'll move off politics. <laughs> um, all right, now. So all my inner manlyhood, I have to submit uh, to this particular song and actually admit that I do actually like a Wham song. I'm sorry to my conscience, but I did like this song at the time and it still is quite catchy. I'm going to cringe, but I'm going to say, beep, take it away as I hide. one <laughs> are you crying oh well, i'm hiding behind my pillow <laughs> you're allowed you're allowed i think as men get older you you do get quite emotional don't you i mean you're in your 50s now i mean i can see that you're sitting there in your slippers <laughs> i am actually with my ad boots right now <laughs> i knew it i knew it yeah. <laughs> i knew it um so that this song though, Joe Robbins has got a, um, a I, I think it's her. She's got um, a page, and it's called "Get um, Last Christmas to Number One." Right. Okay. I think that is that's for every year. Every year, well, get it back. I'm a bit to nervous. Of, one. I'm a bit nervous about my penchant for uh, W. So I've, I'm on record with Wilson Phillips. Now I'm on record with Wham. Uh, what's it, <laughs> what's it, what's it going to be next? Uh, I don't know. We. Uh, mm. uh, we of the never never. I don't know. Willie Nelson. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, that's uh, number six for me. Uh, over to okay. you. Well, actually, number six for us. We 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 agreed on it. Number <laughs> number five for us. Okay, B. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. Been hoping that you drop me. I'll hold your hands, they're just like My ice. Mother will start you Beautiful, what's your mind? Father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace so roar. Really I'd better Beautiful, please don't well, hurry. Just a half a drink 
put some records on while I bore the baby. It's bad out there. Say what's in the No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks wild. Mind if I move in closer? What's the sense of hurting my pride? Oh, baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold outside. Well, you said it was for us, but actually it is for me because I chose this one and you'd forgotten about this no, one. No, it's a good you? choice. It Thank is a good choice. You. I love Dean Martin. Wow, it's great. What's it called? Oh, sorry. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. Must get away. <laughs> um, yeah, well, good choice. Okay. And I think that will definitely uh, warm the cockles of all the, uh, uh, the cockles. Cro- yeah, the cockles of your heart. But, you know, the, the crooners out there and the lovers of crooners, we don't mm. have to put Bing and Dean into this uh, top mm. 11. There we go. Love it. All right. Uh, we're over to number four. Uh, now, this song for me is a ripper. Uh, I first heard it only about 10, 11 years ago at the end of an Australian Christmas edition of Rock Quiz. And they did a big version of it. And I was like, wow, this is catchy. And then I discovered who it was. So we'll put it on now. But this is right in your sort of uh, regions of growing up, I think. Slater from Birmingham. Actually, they are they've got the thickest Brummie accent, way worse than mine. And they 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 did a little um sketch about the keeper tie. Do you know that that sketch? Uh, they, they, no. I think it's called it the keeper tie. But what they're really saying is, can I have a cup of tea? And it's you're, called you're the Kipper Tie. A little bit older than me, so that might just be that little generation. Oh, okay, well, I might have to find <laughs> it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that's catchy. Uh, you know, I reckon a song that if this sounds weird, but I reckon if a song, even if it wasn't a Christmas song, the lyrics were supplanted with something else, and it still sounds good, that's mm. almost like a hallmark of a good Christmas song that. Yeah. It doesn't rely on just Christmas and the typical sort of sonics of what a Christmas song is. It just still sounds catchy, and I reckon this is sort of right up that alley. So, uh, yeah, number four, Slade, Merry Christmas, everybody, if you want to dive deep. And now our number three. Happy Christmas, Kelko. Happy Christmas, Julian. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year over And a new one just begun And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The 
All right. Well, how do you uh, not love John Lennon? Um, mm-hmm. He didn't write a lot as a solo artist compared to probably, you know, almost all the other band members, but what he did write was was really high quality. And uh, this song, uh, I think it's a rundown globally around Christmas time. Uh, John has such a way of just making the most basic things sound, yeah. you know, heartfelt, doesn't he? Mm, like you could yeah. put this song or Imagine or whatever in the arms of John Bon Jovi and it would sound insincere and it would sound dramatically bad. But, you know, for John Lennon to sing this particular song and this lyric and Happy Christmas War is Over, um, yeah, it's, a real uni- it's, it's a real uniting song, isn't it? Mm, they sound pure to me. They yeah. sound like he really means it when he's singing them. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And um, this one always, you know, makes you feel happy and it also makes you reflect on your year with the lyric, you know, another year over, new day yeah. done. It, mm. it sort of, it just makes you pause and, and listen to the lyrics. Some songs you don't really even take into account the lyrics. I reckon this is one where the tune's good but the lyrics are great. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, this song um, came out in 84, a very um, important song at the time of the year, um, incorporating lots of musical legends from um, the United Kingdom. So, um, yeah, it was for a really good cause. So let's play that. This is our number two. Do they know it's Christmas? So, yeah, a great song, great lyric, uh, good message. Um, and, yeah, I, I remember the film clip. I love the film clip and I, I loved, um, you know, just the various artists who, who who mixed together, everyone from, you know, Bono to Boy George, you know, through to um, Simon Le Bon, through to, you know, I guess the songwriters, which was Midua and uh, Bob Geldof wrote that, you know, for, you know, the Band-Aid project. Bananarama were in Bananarama. there as well. Yeah. yeah, they were all there. They were yeah. all there. But it was it was great. I remember because, like, you know, growing up with all these stars and then seeing them all arrive yeah. in the cabs. Yes. And I think some – was it – was it Sting or something? Arrived on a bike or something? I was just walking down the street. And he- <laughs> I think it was around the time of his sort of stupid sort of, uh, you know, uh, Amazonian sort of rainforest haircut time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, had Paul Young on there. I mean, everybody yeah. who that particular time that was really significant. Marilyn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they all came together and it was really sort of, you could see it was done in a bit of a no-fuss, no-frills way. Um, and without being harsh on the American version, We Are the World, I mean, that one where you had Michael Jackson, you know, with about $800,000 on each arm with that suit he was wearing was really sort of, you know, the antithesis of the message, you know, uh, in We Are no, the World. Yeah, exactly. and This one was sort of very heartfelt. Lyric was strong. The melody was great. And just happened to be around Christmas time, which, um, yeah, still gets a, still gets a um, you know, a playing these days around the world, doesn't it? Yeah. 
And did you buy it at the time? I didn't buy it at the time. I would have only been about 13 years old. Um, oh, okay. And although I started buying vinyl around that time, but I didn't. But, you know, I supported it. I was into yeah. it, you know, um, loved the cause and I loved the concert. And, you know, it's a, it's a concert that's still through, I guess, Queen in the last couple of years with the movie. It still gets you know, uh, recognised 35 oh, years later. I'll never forget watching that concert. I was just glued to the TV. Yeah. My mum just great. had to keep feeding me throughout the day. And what they did is that they played, you know, that concert was in America, I think in uh, Philadelphia, and then it was in, in London at Wembley. And they were going between the sort of the stadiums, you know, in terms of different artists. And what you may not know was that Phil Collins was the one artist, I think, who played both the, concerts. He did. He flew by, yeah. by Concord. Yeah, six, eight hours in between, but he ended up playing cool. both gigs, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Do you remember who played the first song? I don't. Share with Status me. Status quo, rocking all over the world. <laughs> well, <laughs> do, do you know who played two songs in Sydney, Australia that were beamed all around the world as a, a gift going out to those countries in excess? In excess. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was very excited yeah. to see them when they I came on. I think it was that What was You great. Need and Don't Change. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, That's they, my band. That's my band. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were beamed sort of live by satellite as the Australian representation because I think each country mm. sort of beamed certain things in at that particular time. Mm. Um, but who stole uh, the show, really? Uh, Freddie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think Bono, Bono jumped into the crowd and made it about himself. Oh, yeah, he, he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah. He did. All right, we come down to sort of number one sort of song, and uh, I guess this is a, from an artist that's is not particularly well known sort of globally. Um, I'm just going to put the song on. Uh, I know B loves this song, having sort of just recently discovered it, and uh, we feel good that this sort of goes out. But have a listen, and we'll talk about it when we come back. And the bells on the reindeer sled say it's Christmas time. I think about how we could run away now that it's Christmas time. We travel in a one horse open sleigh now that it's Christmas time. So that song uh, was a song called It's Christmas Time by a American singer called Sufjan Stevens. He is pretty well known for more of the indie circles, etc. There, he's, 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 I think, been nominated for Grammys and Tonys and all sorts of things. But this particular song I first heard not from him, but it was a, uh, played as a cover song live on the Rock Quiz show in Australia, which is uh, a music show. And I just happened to be a guest on that night. Well, not a guest, but a participant. It's like a rock quiz trivia thing. And I, I was on stage listening to him sing this with female counterpart. I thought, wow, what a, what a song. And the artist who was singing this, this particular night was a guy called Dan Kelly, who uh, is well-known here in Australia as a singer. And he sung this version with his female counterpart. And I was like, 
wow, 35, 40 seconds of song. Well, wow, this is one of my favourite songs. It was just yeah. brilliant. So, so we will uh, maybe dive deeper a bit later with it. But uh, as I said earlier, B, if a song can sound good without a Christmas message but it has a Christmas message, it doesn't just rely on the cliches of Christmas. It, it yeah. sort of gets ticks from me. What do you think? Yeah, I, I must – I do need to say, say, when I first saw it, I thought you'd spelt it wrong and I thought – he likes shaking Stevens. I know. It looks like it's a hard name to pronounce. <laughs> I, I was like, whoa, we're not from. It's not shaking Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> this whole house. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not shaking Stevens. Uh, apparently this guy was, was going to release 52 albums about the 52 states in America um, okay. and record an album about each state. And I think he did one on Illinois or two on, on Illinois and then he, he stopped recording <laughs> albums on the states. He made it to two. But, um, but yeah, look, we, uh, we might explore this song a little bit later, but, uh, yeah, I've never had a song hit me so quick that, that, than this song and it just so happens to be a Christmas song as well. So uh, well, we hope you like it. And if you are from America and you know about this guy and he tours a lot, Go check him out because he's really talented. And um, as I said, he's not well-known globally, but he's sort of probably in indie circles and critical circles, a, a well-regarded artist, uh, et cetera, there. So I guess, B, for everything that's great in our top legs 11, yes. there has to be the converse we of that. Do. I don't, the inverse I, I don't. whatever it is, you know what I mean? I I so to we're going to then flip over to our Christmas stinkers, you know, the horrible Christmas. Or you can go and have your dinner, everybody, <laughs> completely up to you. We're gonna, do you think we should just do a montage of these, you know, put them together and then we can maybe round it up at the yeah, end? Yeah, let's okay. just do that. We'll do a montage of these sort of six songs and if you, if you can pick the artist before we get to the end, good on you, but uh, maybe it's just a, a one-off. Uh, uh, you know, listen and you don't have to go endure again. So I might sneak in a Shaking Stevens Christmas song. <laughs> as okay, well. we'll make it seven then. Hi, this is Richard Simkin, and you're listening to In Excess Access All Areas with Hayden and B. Just wanting to wish you all a merry, merry Christmas. I hope you've all been good because Santa's coming. Have a happy new year.
I think that uh, there was a certain singer there that you mentioned before who was up first, who was one of our, our shockers. Who was he? <laughs> Shaken Stevens. Right. Shaken Stevens. Okay. Out of, out of, out of the, uh, the doors, out of the blocks quick uh, as a Christmas shocker. What was that song called? Um, oh, Something Christmas. Welcome oh, right. Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Something Christmas. <laughs> All right. And next one there. Okay. Spin Me a Christmas by Aqua. I mean, you know, even their serious songs, if you could call them that, were horrible. And, well, they weren't even serious. Even their novelty songs were horrible. Now the Christmas one is is, is bath material. Thanks. <laughs> Christmas. Now, oh. now next one here, I'll start talking about blow dries about this oh, guy. But uh, God. Backdoor dries. Santa. Who was that, uh, B? <laughs> It sounds like Santa's a little bit camp in this song, doesn't it? Right. Oh, come on, let's move on from that. Well, that was John Bon Jovi, okay? The less said, the better. All right, next one. What do we have after that? <laughs> Cindy Lauper with Christmas Conga. Now, we like Cindy. I, I we do think, like I think Cindy. We do like her, but sorry, Cindy. The- but... The Christmas conga can get the get the hell out of here. Okay. Um, <laughs> do, do, um, do, get off. Next one on here, Christmas wrapping. Who, and we, mm. we've got wrapping with a W and some wrapping with the vocal or whatever, but who was that by? Boy skills. Boy skills. Okay. Well, better off retire. Boy skills. Because that's a shocker. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. This next one down here, Jingle Bells. You by, love this one, don't you? Oh, you're yeah, right. The one and only, the uh, hepatitis B infected, uh, Brett Michaels from <laughs> X Poison. Okay, or Poison. Literally poisonous if you go near Brett. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> but uh, that's a shocker. Enough said on that one. And oh, look, controversial. The last one. Is this a bit controversial? It's a bit controversial. Is this, it, it is. It, it is. It is the one. It, look, <laughs> to me, it's controversial only because a lot of people like you it. You don't like it. <laughs> well, look, it goes sort of number one every year. It's it's Mariah. Um, apparently, she's made more money out of this than the economy of uh, Mozambique in the last ten years. Uh, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. It seems to be trotted out every year. Um, it's probably earworm material. But we do understand how some people might like it. Is that a fair concession, B? 
Yeah, well, when I watched um, Love Actually, which I have to watch <laughs> probably twice <laughs> at Christmas, this song's lovely. Oh, oh that little boy, and she oh. points the finger, and I oh. want you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a stinker for me. Um, oh, well, I like singing it with my daughter as well, and we love each other a lot. Right. Anyway, so look, hopefully there's, there's some good material and some questionable material that you can uh, choose as the discerning listeners that you all are. So enjoyed it again, B. Actually, I've had a little think and I've unscribbled my um, song that I liked, which was by The Pretenders, 2,000 Miles, and I'm going to pop this in. Sorry, Hayden, this is my song. I really like this, so I am going to put it in and enjoy it, everyone. Hey, this is Blair from Don't Change Ultimate in Excess. Thank God we've had Hayden and Bee keep us company in 2020 with in excess access all areas. You all have yourselves an in Christmas and we'll see you on the road in 2021. This is Felicia Marie from Carmadale. This is Foxy from San Francisco. This is Anne-Marie from Ohio. All right, so it's a wrap, B. Uh, over to you, fan engagement. Okay, fan engagers. I've got some uh, interesting names to read out here, and you know that I'm very good at pronunciation, so <laughs> I hope I'm saying them right. We've got LD. <laughs> here we go. Here we start. Have I, you I've been on the, there, didn't you? Well, I've been on the snowballs all day, so. Right. Do you get? Have you had a snowball ever? Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a chocolate thing with coconut on it. No, it isn't. It's an alcoholic oh. drink. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> how, how wrong of me to misconstrue a, a time-honoured <laughs> chocolate coconut delicacy with an alcohol beverage, only only in Coffs Harbour. Oh, well, no, I think it's probably from Birmingham. So right. it's an avocado and um, lemonade. It's a what? Avocado and lemonade. Avocado? No, avocado. Avocado. Yeah. Okay. Mm. There you go. I, I don't know. What's an avocado? Avocado. It's like it's made of egg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to drink, it makes you feel good. Yep. It is. It's All got right. protein. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Moving along. All right. Eldrandro and mm. Joanne Graham, Laurie Waltman, Belgira. We've got Christian Gibson. We've got Travis Frost and Michael Fulton. Now, Christian Gibson is one of my best friends from primary school. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he's been listening lately, and uh, I'm glad he's been engaging if that's been happening. He's been engaging quite a fair bit because I I saw like, 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 ooh, someone likes us. He likes being called Gibbo, so we'll just keep it. Okay. We're we're strong. The funky. We we like to. The funky Gibbo. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. um, Hello. (laughs) he He plays a mean set of drums. All right. Competitions. What's happening with those? 
Okay, so we want to give a big congratulations to our winner of bringing in the most listeners to the podcast. And the winner is... And that's Carmen. Well done, Carmen. Yeah, congratulations. You're the winner of Nick Egan's alternate kit cover. That will be coming to you after Christmas now. Can we leave the Patreon one till after Christmas? Well, no, it's qualified. I think, just being frank, we had a bit of a chat about it. And we've yeah. had, you know, I think a, a bunch of new patrons in the last month, but they've all sort of come through non-referrals, if that makes sense. Yes. So we really haven't had anyone qualify or bring patrons on through in their own area. But I figure with Australia Day coming up in sort of four weeks' time, January 26, let's just jackpot it and say, okay, we want to give that second cover away, but we've got to give it to a winner. We can't just give it away for someone who hasn't done anything. So so if somebody does introduce some patrons, et cetera, there to the podcast, uh, it's very metric measured. Um, we would really value that. Um, and I think what Nick's designed with that album is a massive prize. So let's merit it out when it's when it's rewarded. Um, but on the positive side today, it's great that Carmen's getting that yes. album cover because she's been absolutely, you know, going um, uh, bonkers, just basically bringing in more listeners and more fan engagers, which is great. Um, yeah, thank you, Carmen, for all yeah. of your hard work throughout the year. Thank you very much. You are, I would say she's our number one fan. <laughs> And how lovely to hear um, a Christmas greeting from all our In Excess friends there. That's the band and Richard Skimpkins and Nick Egan and Blair. And thank you very much, everybody, for sending those in for us too. And I think throughout the week and and I'm sure uh, over the next 24 hours, you know, we wish everyone a happy Christmas and New Year and it's just... I reckon we're all excited just to flick this year out of our sort of, you know, out of our uh, scorecard and and start again. I always feel like we should, you know, if you're turning 40 this year, you'll, you know, you should be having another 40th next year. I reckon yeah. God should give us a year off for the year we've all had. And hopefully uh, this pandemic doesn't continue too much longer. So um, shout out to everybody around the world who's been doing it tough. Um, we, we were so thankful that we sort of created this podcast out of, I guess, the pandemic and not having a lot to do and, and thinking, well, what's something we could do that's fun and engage with people? And they're thankful for the participation of everybody. And, you know, you've given us the confidence to think we can take this a little bit further and a little bit bigger next year. I was shook intoxicated during the of a possibility all right well we started the show off with the merry christmas song from kirk and in excess which was in their early days and you know we, we contemplated playing it on the way out but we thought on the way in you've had a bit of a taste of that but uh i would love to share this particular christmas song i mentioned earlier with uh Sufjan stevens um just as a full track and Um, I was fortunate enough to be on a quiz show and he played this song and um, the whole version of it I've played a number of times over the years just because it's fantastic, Um, you know, through Dan Kelly who plays the cover version, uh, etc. But we want to really play it out because it's such a great song, great live version and I think in this particular sort of vocal and melody and, and rock and guitar, it does everything that we love about In Excess. It, it's heartfelt. It's 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 got big guitar. It's got great lyrics. It's I don't know. It's just it's not an In Excess song, but you know it makes me feel like I'm hearing a great In Excess song. Makes me happy. 
and it makes B happy and we hope it makes you happy. So big happy Christmas from, from me. And it's a big, merry, happy Christmas from B. Travel in a one-horse open sleigh 